we are excited, obviously, not starting the episode with the normal music because we got some big news here on the Michigan Podcasting Network. We are proudly presented by our presenting sponsor, Jake's Corner Lounge, located in beautiful Bay City, Michigan, on 3rd and Saginaw Street. Uh, we are so excited to announce this partnership with Jake's Corner Lounge uh, because I think for both Wes and I, uh, it's one of our favorite hangouts. Uh, just give me a couple things that you like about Jake's. Well said, Dave. One of the favorite hangouts. I mean, you got the Third Street Light Bridge in there, great atmosphere, you know, uh, ceiling to floor windows, a lot of TVs, just a real good place to hang out and watch a game. It is. It's just that atmosphere that they've created over at Jake's where it's just, it's such a cool group of people that always are there. Uh, that you talk about that massive window that looks out to the light yeah. bridge, you just get such a cool view, especially when we're rolling into spring, when we're rolling into summer. Uh, that is, it's a happening place to be. It's in a resurgent downtown Bay City, and they do a fantastic job. There's so many attractions. We're going to talk to you about it later in the show, but Sunday night you get your service industry night in karaoke. On Wednesday you get your trivia night, but what we're excited about with our partnership is going to be called the MPN Special. Uh, if you go to Jake's on Thursday night and you say that the Michigan Podcasting Network sent you, you're going to get 50% off all your drafts except KBS. Except KBS. KBS Dave. is, that's too top shelf, uh, <laughs> but that's it. I mean, how cool is that? Tell Jake's Corner Lounge at the corner of Saginaw and 3rd that your friends from the Michigan Podcasting Network sent you, and you are going to get 50% off your drafts. A reward to our listeners, uh, a great reward with this new partnership with Jake's Corner Lounge. We'll see you there. We'll see you there, and enjoy the show. And that sweet, sweet music on the ears can mean only one thing. Your friends from Don't Forget the Popcorn are back at it once again. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined with my esteemed colleague, Wes Ledesma. We apologize for having to delay a little bit, but feels good to get back in the studio, doesn't it, buddy? Always great to be back in here, Dave. And like you said, a little delayed, but hey, we're here. We're here to fill that bucket. Well, uh, ooh, I like it. Uh, you know, it's just we we tried to make the stars align. You got a little bit of busy with work on the yep. night that we were going to record, and then I went out of town uh, on a a conference, and then you went out of town on a, a hockey tournament. So lo and behold, we're having to come to you a little bit late. But little bonus. You're getting two pods this week because we're getting right back in the studio for all of you fans on Friday because Friday, uh, we're a little sports heavy. We're obviously bringing you the top five basketball movies tonight. Friday, we're bringing our top five baseball movies, and I'm still not going to spoil the surprise. I truly <laughs> think it's going to be one of the best things that we've ever done for the second half of that episode. So the nice thing about that, that's going to get you through the weekend Opening day. Opening is day. Is that Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Oh, yeah. Baseball in the air once again. That's just when it feels like spring is Absolutely. finally here. So we're excited to bring that to you. As you heard at the top of the show, uh, huge news. 
We got our friends from Jake's Corner Lounge sponsoring us now, which goes perfectly with one of our brand new podcasts, Craft Beer News and Reviews, hosted by none other than Ben David, always featuring his wonderful wife, Ashley David. They're breaking down beers. If you haven't listened to it yet, give it a listen. It's only two episodes in, but uh, the last episode, they reviewed one one that I like, the Soft Parade Shandy from Ooh. Shorts, uh, and then one I've never heard of, uh, but it sounded nice. Uh, they both gave it a good review, and that was uh, Left Hand Brewing, uh, their, their Nitro Milk Stout. So give that a listen. Uh, I was solo this week on the Major League Madden podcast, so feel free to give that a listen and get ready for the Super Bowl that you're in. Yeah, that tomorrow. one more day. So lots of great things happening here at the Michigan Podcasting Network. If you want to keep up with all the news, you got to follow us. Follow us on Facebook at the Michigan Podcasting Network. That's where you're going to get all the news, the links, the polls that might be coming out, uh-huh. the feedback. They'll tell us about who you're going to recast, uh, which you're going to get to here in a second. And uh, you're going to want to follow us on Twitter. We're at DFTP Movie Pod. At DFTP Movie Pod. Follow us on Twitter. Interact with us. And speaking of interacting with us, uh, before we get into what people said, I think we both owe our listeners an apology. And you might be looking at you're looking at me and saying, "What for?" Yeah, what for? Whew, I listened back. Those Boston accents were something else. Yours was definitely better than mine. And I apologize for nothing. Mine, <laughs> mine could have been the worst thing ever put on recording. I don't know what mine was. It sounded like a Swedish guy trying to do a Boston accent while imitating a Midwestern fellow. We're, uh, we're mixing accents too much. You know, you're coming out trying some walk-ins, and you're you're, you're sliding into a Boston. And I feel yeah, like all a- my feel like all, I believe in the in the that episode too. I tried to gold bloom on. Yeah. Uh, oh, and my Robin Williams. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, turned into like a Judd Hirsch essentially. So, uh, but that's what you come in for, right? All the the crazy impressions, uh, the the goofy things. But we also gave, I think, pretty good recast. Yeah. But I love some of the feedback that we got here. Fill us yeah, in, buddy. We got, what, what, uh, we got some great Laura Thomaswick with a couple of recasts here. Sean, she actually agreed with you. She went with uh, she thought Steve Carell yes. equals perfection to Ooh, quote Laura. Thank so you. high praise from Laura there. Uh Skylar, and you know, I actually really agree with this. Might be a little young, but she went with Elle Fanning. Yeah. I've been I've been trying to sneak Elle Fanning into a recast the last few. And when I, we talked in the comic book pod, yep. when we I messed up and I forgot that I had Storm instead yeah. of that. And luckily, I <laughs> got it early. When I was going all week, that was going to be my Jean Grey. Was going to oh, be really? Elle Fanning. Yes. Oh, all right. Yeah. So nice. I love that pick. No, I thought that was a good shot too. Yeah, good move. And then uh, Tony Mitten with a full recast yes, here. Good old Tony. Sean, he went with Bradley Cooper. Going to I Sean. I love that, especially after Star is Born. Yep. And we've seen Bradley in some of those more serious roles. I think he'd hit that out of the park. I, I, ooh, that's right up there too. It's a different feel uh, than what you'd get with Corral or Williams. But great pick by yeah, Tony. Yeah, I thought there. I actually really like that one as well. Good choice with the Sean there. Skyler, Emma Watson. Yeah, and then who was uh, as Will? He had uh, Nicholas Holt. Now that one, yeah. uh, that one escaped me. Who's uh, so who's, who's Nicholas, Nicholas Holt, Holt is Beast from the new. The oh, new the new X Men. Oh, okay. uh, and then he was in the he was in the movie where it was the zombie love story where the like her boyfriend was oh, the zombie. Yeah. What was that one called? Good I forget. Lord, I have no idea. I know uh, exactly yeah, what okay. you're talking about, though. Yeah, but that's, oddly it, enough, <laughs> that's he's he's a good uh, good actor. I love him as Beast, so I can definitely see that. I think that's a nice pick. Uh, Chucky, we got Joe Keery. Yeah, uh, that's the guy from Stranger Things. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, the, the older guy, uh, the older with the copper. Nope, the older boyfriend. Oh, oh, yeah. that's a heck of a choice. Yeah, I agree. Why, yeah. Tony? Yeah, Tony. Nicely which, done. Going a little off the beaten path, but it's perfect. Well, he's going that, with the younger guys, yep. and that's what I think. Yeah, he's not putting Zach Efron in here. No, you know, he's going with the guys, here, yeah. right? <laughs> And then uh, to kind of cap it all off, you Professor Lambo, Russell Crowe. Yeah, Which, what a bonus! Well, he had some, you know, he had some money in the budget saved, so he he went and spent it on Russell Crowe. I like it. I I think it's perfect. I, and I mean, it's no uh, Jeff Goldblum, yeah, but and I <laughs> no Danny DeVito are. either. Yeah. He threw me under the bus, uh, thinking that we weren't going to be doing that. But oh well, that's all right. Uh, great, great recast from Tony and, and Laura. So yeah, those were awesome. Please make sure that you you get those recast suggestions in. We'll give you shout outs on the pod. It's so much fun uh, to do that. Our, our listeners are have been incredible. Uh, it's it's cool to just see this loyal fan base. Yeah. They're like when uh, we feel the pressure. If that pod wasn't going, I mean we're we're motoring to get this in. Yeah. I mean, we're we're making sacrifices here to try and get this pod to go uh, because hey, we don't want to let down our listeners. And obviously we we're having a lot of fun doing this. We were giggling a good 30 minutes before this thing started. Yeah, I think we hit play yeah, yeah. about 45 minutes I, I after know. we intended on it. So We, yeah. we always call it the pre-pod uh, to kind of, it's almost like getting ourselves warm up. You, you can't just, you got to take a little jog before you do a marathon. So we, we got to get ourselves ready and make sure that we're ready to go with what we're giving you here. So before we get to our top five basketball films, because of the delay, we both were able to watch yeah. a couple movies here. So, uh, I'm going to start. What I, do you got for I me? got an email, because uh, I, you know, I'm a nerd and I'm on the NCG <laughs> newsletter. And that's our, our theater here in Midland. Free plug. You better okay, be paying right? up for that here soon. You're, you're no Jake's Corner Lounger, <laughs> right? NCG. Uh, but when I got that email, I saw this trailer a couple of months back about the Russian Five. And that was the movie, the documentary about the Detroit Red Wings and the Russian Five. And I got an email that is playing here in Midland. It was Which a no-brainer. I cannot believe. I didn't even look around the area. Oh. Not to cut you off here. I didn't no. even look around the area. Because I didn't think that, we, like maybe Detroit. For I didn't sure. think we'd get it here in Midland. That uh, is awesome. Agreed. And what was, it was funny because Vicky and the girls are on spring break. Yeah. So they left on Saturday. The girls had a basketball game, a couple things, and did that. And I'm pulling out of the house as the girls are leaving to go see the Russian Five. Passing and them on the road. I, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to. I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm going to tell you what I'm giving it. Four buckets out of four. Yeah. And now here it is. I am clearly biased. I'm a huge Wings fan. I mean, this is the sweet spot of the Wings. Any too. Wings fan, I'll, I think, will fill yes. the bucket on this oh, one. It will be if you like the Red Wings, and honestly, if you just like, like hockey, yep. because it's an amazing story about how. Getting these Russian five, mm-hmm. it changed the the yeah. whole layout of the National Hockey League and the the way that the, it was played. Uh, and it's it's you're absolutely right. And now you look around the league today, and it's you know a little mix of every Russians all you know almost on every team kind yes. of thing. And it really started 100%. right with this movie here. So that's yeah, and really. Cool. They talk about how we drafted Sergey Fedorov because essentially in the NHL, if you draft somebody, you own their rights forever. Yep. Like you own their rights, even if they never play for you, whatever it is. And they would say occasionally a Russian player may, or at that time, a Soviet mm-hmm. would be drafted, but it'd be way in the late rounds and nothing would because ever it was such a you, you could never, it was a risk. Over, yeah. Well, Del Volano took Sergey Fedorov in the 
third round. And people were laughing. People were rolling their eyes. What a waste of a pick. Like how yep. you're going to get them. Uh, and, yeah, and then it just talks about how they had to get It's almost like a spy story yeah, about how was, they had to get them to Wasn't it a writer? Defect. Wasn't it that they sent out, like, a journalism that well, they sent over there? they sent, yeah, from the free press, they sent a writer who could speak Russian and basically had a, like, pamphlet in there that it was a letter. Oh, that's right. Uh, inside this, like, media guide. And they had to get Konstantinov on board, and it was... It was incredible, like the storyline and the way they have. I mean, and you're seeing your favorites. You're seeing Shanahan. You're seeing Iserman. You're seeing all the guys that you want to see. McCarty steals hey, the show. Here. I know. <laughs> M- McCarty's interviews were, oh my gosh, it was just phenomenal. And then it leads you through how they struggled. And then they talked about how they were chokers because they mm-hmm. could never get over that hump. Yes, that was and a then, huge. Yep. Oh, and perfection. And I got, now I'm getting chills. Then they showed 1997, the last game of the season against the Colorado Avalanche, and how that was the turning point of just the absolute brawl. And they they break it down, they show it. Oh, I mean, this movie, it was incredible. Like I'm sitting there with a big old grin on my face, and part of it's because I just miss winning teams in Detroit, yeah, uh, and it just makes you remember how great. How spoiled Those were, we were super spoiled, uh, and just how awesome that team is mm-hmm. and and was and it was just it was a cool story. Any hockey fan, especially Red Wings fans, you're gonna oh, love yeah. it. Uh, the way it's shot as a documentary, it's so entertaining because they intersplice the the actual hockey footage, and then they have. If you ever seen the Ric Flair thirty for yep. thirty, it's like animated bits of how they're going to Sergey with the because yeah, the obviously pamphlets. nobody's yeah. Uh, capturing that because no. they would have got that footage. We don't have Sergey. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It, it is I cannot recommend it highly enough. And I actually threw it out to some friends the other day that if they were going again because I think it only played for the weekend. I haven't checked. Oh back. really? Yeah, it so was only I already missed the window. It was only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But you know that's going to be one that you're going to be able to yeah. buy soon and, and purchase, and that's an instant purchase. But I threw it out to people. I'm like, I will go see this with you again. Like I was already ready to get back in the movie theater to see it because honestly, with some of the people in the movie theater, it felt like you were watching a sporting event. Like yeah. when some of the goals were going in, you could yeah. Be like, yeah! Uh, and like some of the hits are like, ooh, and I mean, it was just, oh, man. Whew, it was fun. It was fun. So Konstantinov hits, yeah, awesome. Four buckets for the Russian five. I don't know if you can see it anymore in Midland. I, I think it, I'm pretty sure it was just for that weekend. When you're reviewing your next movie, I'll bring it up and check. But I, I don't think uh, that it's available. But keep your eyes peeled when it gets yeah. on Netflix or if it gets on demand anywhere. Watch that movie, especially if you like the wings, especially if you like hockey. But honestly, even if you don't, I think you'll find it interesting. So four buckets out of four for me. Oh, I'm so jealous you got to see that if it's already out of there. I know. And you were gone for the weekend, so you wouldn't have had the chance anyways. So I was able to get in. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. What do we got? As of today, it was still showing. So it might still be in theaters. Maybe it was doing so well. It's all this one in a million talk. It's still going on Tuesday. So it's, it looks like the Russian Five is still available in Midland. So get out there and get that uh, get that viewing right, in. At least a few more not, days on it. So you will I'm not have to make set some time apart. There you go. I like it. Good investigation, I'll Dave. I'll go see it with you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Davey. So uh, you Russian Fived it. I stayed at home and streamed a movie. Okay. Real popular one. A lot of great actors. Triple Frontier. Oh, I know you've probably been hearing a lot about it. Ben Affleck, Oscar ben Isaac, Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, Charlie, and it's uh, and it's, that's that's what kind of pulled me into oh, the movie. It's 100%. just looking at it and you know the cast from it, and you recognize a lot of the guys from uh, gosh, what was that Robin Hood? I believe that Oscar Isaac was in. 
I could be completely wrong on that well, one. Well, Oscar Isaac's been in a lot of big movies. He was in Star Wars. He was Apocalypse oh, and X-Men Apocalypse. Yep, that, okay, that's maybe what I'm thinking of, too. And then you got the Game of Thrones guy was in there. Just really well-stocked wow. cast. But, Dave. Oh, no. I think it missed. Oh. I think it really missed. I, I've, I've, I've heard mixed things. Uh, a lot of our friends just... I mean, Pete Remington gave it a oh, zero, zero bucket. Yeah. Zero bucket. Uh, I think Ben David was really down on it as well, our buddy Ben. Uh, so, yeah, that's disappointing to hear. It's Now, this being said, I enjoyed it. I, I liked the watch because I like that kind of collaboration, you know, that, that grouping of actors together and just to see them, you know, how they play off each other. And, again, just that star power on screen was really cool. I kind of likened it to... Because I actually enjoyed The Expendables. Now, I'm not going to, you know, we're going to have a movie talk. I'm not going to say, hey, did you go check out those Expendables? Statham, good. You know, Stallone, good. I think Terry Crews, good. Right? So I I liked it, but I'm not going to go ahead and, you know, recommend it. So that's kind of how I looked at Triple Frontier. It just, it was a fun movie. It missed with some of the writing and just yeah. overall plot points in general, I thought. What a waste of stars. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm sure it's Where getting a lot at? of watches on uh, Netflix, oh, though. for sure. For, it's probably doing exactly what they needed to do there. But for me, I mean, I'm not going to go zero buckets. I'm going to go one bucket because I do think it's worth – I think it's – you know, it's not it, worth anything. Yeah, I, know, it's, I think that's your lowest review yet. It 100% is the lowest whoa. review. But yeah, I put that in the Expendables range and just... And even, yeah, but I feel like the, even, the Expendables even ex, more than that. Even the Expendables had a little bit better flow to it and everything. Well, Expendables was... You knew what you were getting. Exactly. You knew it was going to be ridiculous. And honestly, but, I think... I wish people would have... Uh, I, I wish I would have thought the same thing going into this because I think once you see, the way yeah. it was, uh, you kept seeing it on your oh, Netflix thing, yeah, and you're really like, oh, this is going to be something, you know, this this is going to be a really good movie. I, I, I think it, I had too high hopes on. It. I'm like, ah, this is a three. Oh no. Oh man, I'm, I'm going to go with the one. That's a bummer. Yeah, that's a bummer. I, I don't even have this on our rundown here. Uh, it made me think of it. Kind of going with an action movie, but this one's a war movie and based on a true story. This will be a, a quick triple breakout. frontier. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, it was 12 Strong. Did you ever see that one? Oh, no, I haven't. It was good. It, it's a little bit older, but I, I just stumbled across it and was kind of doing some scouting for if I wanted to show it to my history through film well, class, Michael if that Pena. was one there. Uh, Michael Pena, Chris Michael Helmer. Shannon. Yeah. And, I mean, you got Thor himself. Uh, it's uh, the true story of the horse soldiers that went into Afghanistan right after 9-11. They were the first people that were sent in. And... No, it was good. It wasn't great. Uh, I think it could have been better. I think uh, I think Hemsworth killed it. I think he's yeah. actually... Uh, I'm very interested to see what he transitions to after the Avengers, but I think he's got a ton of potential, and he, he did a great job. And I mean, Michael Shannon, come on. Yeah, Anytime I you get really Michael enjoy Shannon him, actually. on screen, he's fantastic. So I'd give that one a solid two and a half. Two and a half out of four buckets. Uh, not great, but definitely... Worth watching. I don't think a one bucket one is worth bucket. watching. You scared me away from. I mean, if you if it's a one bucket on the Ledesma scale, whew. Yeah, that's. I almost feel bad because I'm a big Hunnam fan. Love me yeah. some Charlie Hunnam. Love I mean, me some Ben Affleck. You look at I mean, that Garrett Henlon. I mean, you can go right oh. down it. Like I said, it's it's crazy that it. I thought it missed. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Check it out. Well, tell me I'm wrong. That that cast on paper 
was like the the Tigers when they signed Cecil or Cecil oh, Fielder when they Prince. signed Prince Fielder and they had Victor still good and they mm-hmm. had Miguel. I mean, you're just thinking, what are we going to have like 140 wins here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then you look at our. Then we had Scherzer and Price and Verlander. We had just all Scions the right down the all the guys there. So I mean, it's definitely uh, one of those that that's disappointing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to lead off with our lead off. I'm going to finish off with a my last brighter one. note. You're going to turn things around here? Uh, I don't know if it's a brighter note. It is from a recommendation standpoint, but <laughs> at least good the uh, content. I finally got around to seeing Black Klansman, okay. one that you saw earlier in the year yeah. and talked about. Uh, obviously won the Oscar for screenplay for Spike Lee. And it's, cast is amazing. It is uh, you, you got, uh, what is it, John David Washington? Is that his name? Yeah, I actually, J.D. Dubs. Uh, but you might know him better as Denzel's son. <laughs> uh, I know he doesn't want to go by that, but my gosh, when you hear some of the line deliveries, if you closed your eyes, you'd think it's Denzel mm-hmm. Washington. Uh, Adam Driver, talk about a star that is just on a meteoric rise. He was obviously nominated for Best Supporting Actor. He was so good in that movie. Uh, you, you get... Uh, uh, Topher Grace as David Duke. No, I uh, forgot you, you Topher got, Grace was in that. A, That's a lot right. of other really, really good performances. And uh, I just Alec Baldwin had yeah. you know, making an appearance in there. Uh, oh yeah. I, I love historically, you know, historical movies that are mm-hmm. that are based on that. And what a story about uh, a black man that is infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan Crazy in Colorado. Story, yeah. And it's it's just so much that goes into it. Obviously, you know, dealing with race relations and, and tough subject matter. But you talked about it earlier. And there's just parts that are laugh out loud funny. In a movie that that is the last thing that yeah, you expect. You're like looking around because you're laughing. And yeah. you're like, what? I'm sorry. That's yeah, hilarious. It was. <laughs> and, it, and it was. And they handle it exactly mm-hmm. that way where it's John David, the Ara. Ara, right. the, the way that he's got to pronounce it, like, well, how do you know? Uh, how can you tell what somebody sounds like uh, over the phone? And he just, it's, it's his, amazing. His, his conversations with Topher Grace over yeah. the phone were, yeah, just they were perfect. great. Absolutely great. So if I'm giving it, I think I'm, I think I'm at a solid, I think I, I'm at a either right at the 3 or 3.5. I don't know really? where I'm quite at on it. Uh, I felt like there's just a couple of things that maybe dragged just a touch for me. But overall, I mean, I loved it. I think I'd go with 3.5. Yeah. Uh, just because like of the it. importance, just because of the dialogue, and, and because of the performances as well. Yep. I, I think I land. I think that might be where you landed yeah. as well. So that's I told you earlier. That Adam Driver is just rapidly moving up the list of actors that when you see into a movie, you're like, eh, I'll give it a shot. You yeah. know, he's... I mean, he just he did a heck of a job with yeah, that for it, sure. It was it was great, uh, but it is spring. We talked about how it's time for basketball. We wanted to have our podcast drop right when the tournament started. So honestly, it still works out well because yeah. we had a, a great weekend of basketball. But before we get to that, uh, you know what else is great in the spring? What half off Thursdays, Dave? Oh, obviously half off Thursdays. <laughs> and if you want to go on half off Thursdays. You can get Oberon now, buddy. You can get Oberon, which is available today at Jake's. They just said that Oberon is now available and ready for everyone. So we talked about it earlier, uh, our partnership with our, our friends over at Jake's Corner Lounge. They got something for you almost every night of the yep. week. So you go there, and you're like, ah, oh, Sunday nights. You know, ah, Dave, they got karaoke Sunday nights. Indus, service industry night Sunday night. So they got something for you there Sunday. You get an all request DJ. You're getting drink specials. 
What, what's your karaoke go-to? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Were you ready to ask for that? Yes, I told you. That's I hate I that I with. sat there and wrote down a possible oh, karaoke me, song. Gosh, dang it, I thought I'm I was getting up get there you. and I'm singing Wilson Phillips's Hold On. Oh, really? So you're going bridesmaids <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. So my go-to, and I haven't had the chance to perform it yet, and I might need a couple of those Oberons to do so, uh, but my go-to is going to be We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Only because it's one of those songs that are so hard to do, but I use it as part of my curriculum in history, so I could just sing it. I, I could sing it without looking at it. That's absolutely yeah. impressive. Thank you. <laughs> South Pacific. Well, we know where you'll be yeah. Sunday night. Then. Oh, <laughs> so there we go. So you think, ah, oh, well, Sunday night, that's a good, good night to go. We got more. My personal favorite night that I've been to numerous times, you get Jake's trivia wednesday nights with the incomparable randy howell and i'm not kidding you oh, it's only going to cost you one dang dollar one dang uh, dollar for those pbrs and bush lights dave so and it's one dollar to get in you get teams of six you get three dollar well drinks uh it starts every wednesday at 7 30 one to six players on the team uh and hey cash prize to the winner they do a drawing for a jake's corner lounge gift card that i believe you were on the winning yeah. end, uh, end of once lucky so, recipient uh it's it's dollar cans of pbr bush light and now for the spring and summer they added natter days as well so our friends at jake's corner lounge are hooking you up uh make sure to visit them and don't forget about the mpn special on thursday night uh, you go there on Thursday nights, you tell them that the Michigan Podcasting Network sent you, you're getting half off your drafts, except KBS, but Oberon, Can't you beat throw it. that in there, everything else. Uh, our friends at Jake's Start Corner your Lounge, long weekend off there. You, you can, you, every night's covered, you're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, make sure to get into Jake's and tell them that the MPN sent you, and they'll hook you up, especially on those Thursday nights. I so, like it. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to be in a partnership with those guys, so... Let's get to it, though. All right. Let's Done get paying to the it. bills. Done paying the bills. <laughs> uh, you've been waiting to say yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's it's fun. I, I'm excited to get into these top five basketball films. Uh, we're, we're pretty much making our way around the sports landscape. Obviously, we told you Friday we're doing baseball. Yep. But with that tourney, with that March madness, just gets the basketball blood flowing. And I'm going to be honest, looking at... The roster, I actually was surprised at how many basketball movies yeah. are out there. I kind of forgot about some of these. And when I was them. doing some of my research and I was able to get a couple viewings in, one viewing actually took a, a movie that's not going to make a, an appearance Bumped here. Bumped it. it uh, Bumped one of those it. viewings. I'm not telling you which one. Uh, you know, one movie I watched, is it going to be that one? Is it going to yeah. be another? So uh, one one team got their bubble popped. They didn't make it into the field of 68. They're going to be in the NIT, and you're going to have to try and make a, yeah. a run there. <laughs> uh, but we got our top five basketball films. Before we get into the top five, what what is it? I know we talked about it with football. Like, what are you looking for in a sports movie? Like, maybe if you want to go basketball specific, you can. But what are something like if you're sitting down to watch a sports movie? What are you hoping for? Or what are you expecting to see? I don't. I don't want to eye roll at the actual sport scenes, mm. like when they're doing. You know, like yes. And I, you know, I grew up on Mighty Ducks. I love the Mighty Ducks, but good lord, are those hockey scenes forgettable? So the, stuff like you're that. You're telling me you don't <laughs> do a knuckle puck at your tournament? The, the this past tri weekend? triple deke is just a quick three stick handles and then some arbitrary shot from the slot. So yeah, so I need I need the sports scenes to be. I mean, you don't have to be. You know, I don't need this to be the NFL, sure. but I need to somewhat believe it. And I feel like a lot of these, you know, with maybe the exception of one. 
you know have real believable sports yeah. moments in them. So that's that's a high criteria for me. I think that's really well said, and I I like the true aspects too. Oh, and you can see yes. that because I like stories that if it wasn't true and it was in a movie, you'd roll your eyes and be yep. like, "Give me a break." Give me a break, and that's that's honestly uh, uh, something. And you'll see, there's not a lot. Yeah. Of, they're not all true stories in there, but I, I like a, a good story has to be there. I think the performances have to be there. In in a lot of sports movies, not always the case, but I I like it to be motivational. I like it yep. to get you pumped up to and watch more of the sport. Most or, of the time, they do. Yeah, they, they do that <laughs> they, I, for sure. And we talked about with football. Some don't always do that, mm-hmm. and, and you look at that, but you, you always want. Maybe that happy ending to kind of uplift you. That's I what really, you're you know, I really do want a happy ending in that. You know, I it don't, is. I don't want to watch Miracle and then, uh, well, we lost. Well, hey, yeah. well, that, bronze medals. That, I luckily, guess. that one was a true story <laughs> right? because uh, you could see it being the opposite. So let's get to it. Let's get to the nitty gritty here. Let's let's get to the selection right. show. Do 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 do. As we're gonna pick here, uh, you know, where's Charles Barkley? Charles, where you at? Uh, with Charles uh, Spike Lee and Sam Jackson. Where's our Capital One ad? Maybe that's coming up soon. So, as always, we don't know each other's list. Yep. We could have a lot of the same. Uh, maybe at different ranks. It always leads to some debate. We start at five. We're going to make our way up to one. And, you know, we'll break down the movies and, and hear what each other has to say. So, get us started, my man. Get us started at number five. Well, you just uh, almost segued to that with your uh, with your commercial there. I'm going Mr. Sam Jackson. And I'm going Coach Carter as my number five Ooh, to goal. kick us off. Coach, Car- Coach Carter, sir. Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I, and this one, it's uh, I actually had it a little higher on the list. I bumped it down to five. It stayed in the top five. Wow. It, it's bubble didn't burst, Dave. It stayed in the tourney. But I just got to watch this afternoon. I, I knew I really liked it, but there were some aspects of it that kind of yeah, I kind of wanted to move it down the list a little bit more. What was it? What was it that made you want to bump it down a little bit? Because it's interesting that you... The, like, he was just a bit much with the uh, with some of the overtop discipline, I thought. Like, you know, they're happy they made... Let, let, them, let them run their mouth a little bit. That's part of sports is the chirping aspect, you know, the, the confidence, the bravado. And I didn't like that he wanted to, you know, when he does that practice scene, oh, yeah, I drew that play up. I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> that just goes off and they're looking at him like he's nuts. It's, you know, just little stuff like that, the lockout. And, again, I actually... Was it? This was a true story too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I understand what he's trying to accomplish and what he's trying to do, and it was obviously very much needed in that that type of environment. I just, yeah. Did you did you have to lot? Did you have to forfeit all those games? Like, come on, we couldn't have found something else where these kids, this guy men. that's got a three point three, has to sit out. He's making men. He's not making basketball players. That's true. He, student comes before athlete. But and and again, a lot of that stuff. I think it's awesome. And to be honest with you, I wish a lot more uh, student or coaches in that type of an environment would take a little bit more pride in that kind of stuff. Because if you had a little bit more Coach Carter, I'm gonna get you know get on a uh, soapbox here, Dave. But I think if you had a few more Coach Carters, good lord, look at the difference. Just that one little. Yeah, you know, movie when you see what they're all doing with their lives at the end. No way in heck those kids are doing that stuff. No, if not for him. And, yeah, you and need so that I'm complaining leader. about these lockouts. You, you know, that, maybe that yeah. was needed. So 
stayed in the top five, but I had to bump it down just for a little, you know, maybe. Well, before I get to mine. Constant uh, suicides. <laughs> I, I had Coach Carter at at three. Oh, wow. But its RPI, after its viewing, uh, went down a lot, and its strength of schedule went down a lot. Wow. To, the out of the con- tournament. The out-of-conference games uh, cost them. And here's why. I, not even for the reasons that you stated. Because oh, wow. I I liked I liked the coaching aspect, and I, I think that the lockout is something that actually happened. So you have to have that as part of it. Uh, that's something that happened. That's something that you have to look at. That's something that you have to consider. My issue, yeah, okay, that's true. my issue that didn't stand up, and it showed it right away, and I completely forgot about it. And I don't know why I forgot about it. This was an MTV film. So Ooh, it was MTV. Yeah, thought, that's why so it made me think it wasn't real, actually. This movie was two hours and 14 minutes long. And there is so much that could have been cut out of it. Like club scene or whatever. The dance scene at the school. I just... It was a Shantae's shining too, moment right there. <laughs> it was too much. And I don't even mind that relationship because I think they took a very serious, you know, teenage pregnancy yeah. storyline. And they I think they actually handled that very well. And they, they kind of handled the... The, did the house party thing the, need to happen. The, the house yeah. party was too long, uh, and I'm fine with that part. But it was, it was the MTV aspect of it where they, they're almost forcing songs at us that can be in the soundtrack that they're going to sell. And why did oh, I need? That's... Why did I need? Give me. I, do, 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 do. I know. Relation. <laughs> oh, that's a no. <laughs> okay, <too much> karaoke <laughs> night. Karaoke night Sunday. Uh, but when you look at the. Oh man, it was. I'm fine with one cheerleader scene. I'll even do two. But when you get to like the fifth 45 second cheerleader, I'm not watching Stomp the Yard right, or not Bring a Big It On. Replacements fan? It's too much. And not, but here's the thing maybe if Ashanti was one of the cheerleaders. I would be fine with it. Buy that for a dollar. But she's not even she's not even a cheerleader with it. But I mean, it's not even a main character. They're literally just yeah. putting it in there as random filler. You're already a long movie. Get that stuff cut out. I was out. surprised Make it two to see hours. it was two fourteen because I was trying to think of a movie to quickly watch before, and I came across something like eh, two two hours plus two hours plus. Eh, I throw Coach Carter. Two fourteen. Yeah, huh. I'm okay. I'm with you. It was right there. I mean, it's on the outside looking in. It would have been my mm-hmm. six. I still enjoyed it. I still liked it. But I think the problem was, I had it up really high because. I saw it when it first came yeah. out, and I remembered how much I liked it when it first came out. And thinking that it was great, I'm thinking like it's a Remember the Titans. I thought and Sam Jackson did great, though. It, a, I agree. Oh, 100%. Carter. He was fantastic. The character was great. Performances were good. But they just put too much wow. in there. The uh, the kid that got into the, the gang and his cousin got shot. Spanish? Like, why do you need that? Like, <laughs> I mean, just, just I, I know what they're going for, but it's they're trying to cram... So much. Channing movie Tatum was in there too. Into one thing, they're just they're just putting two. Oh, I did forgot the yeah. Chan Man was in there. Like that was shocked by <laughs> that. That was the first two things. Like Channing Tatum, Spanish from old school. What a cast! Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I I'm good on Coach Carter. I thought it was fine. Yep. It was good. It just I think I I put it up on the pedestal uh, a little too Bubble much. Got burst. I like I like hearing that though. I like hearing that. Who who came in at? And five this is and this is where the masses will descend their venom <laughs> like. Eddie. No, I'm mean, kidding. Like, you you put with... Eddie over Coach Carter? <laughs> this is a personal favorite. Oh, no. And I know people are going to come at me on this, and I, I'm, I'm ready for the pitchforks. I went with love and basketball. Uh, 
I like this movie a lot, and maybe I'm just so biased for Omar Epps being my Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> uh, I, the the two leads, Sana Lathan yep. and Omar Epps, were so good in this. And what they I really just were. love the coming they of age well story, uh, the chemistry between the two of them. You see them just playing against each other, and I like how it flipped the movie on its head where she was actually the star of that. And he got, obviously, the, the knee injury. That's why it was nowhere near my top five. <laughs> oh, you're telling me President <laughs> David Palmer uh, didn't do anything for you? Well, old that, old yeah. Zeke McCall uh, doesn't move the needle. Right, uh, so the happy ending is a WNBA career versus an NBA career. Oh, that would But it happens me. all the that time. I mean, it could have happened to Zion Williamson. with McCall, those. what a good name, oh, too. I know, old Quincy. Yeah. Uh, it's just... I, I love the performances and just the the, the journey, the journey of yep. them, uh, how they kind of had basketball as the crux of the relationship. It kind of split them apart, and then it kind of brings them together and goes back. I just, I, no, I don't saw think you're gonna get school. much. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I wanted to go a little off the beaten path mm-hmm. too, uh, and. F- for me, with some of the other movies that I have on this list, I think you're going to see why I bumped that one on. Coach Carter, sorry, sir, uh, you're off. So I that, like that you're maintaining the five. sirs, though. Yes, sir. He would appreciate it. He would. He would. And I, I refuse to do those suicides <laughs> yeah. for him. I'm not running baseline to baseline, and I'm not doing 2,000 push-ups. Get out of town. Inc- what he kept just saying randomly, all right, 500 push-ups. 500? Like if he told and me 50, I'd be upset. Who's the kid that has to chart that? Like I mean, yeah. kid, you got kids quitting because they're not getting a, you know enough playtime, and you got kids that are willing to chart. You got uh, to push a out. Week's How do you worth got? Of, a week's worth of baseliners. I mean, get out of town. That was so, incredible. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I shouldn't be ripping on Coach Carter here. That's that's where the the pitchforks are coming out. But all right, let's go to four. Number four on the list. We are gonna go to Blue Chips, baby. Nick Nolte cracked my top Whoa. five. Neon Bordeaux and the boys. Absolutely. This uh, When's the last time you've seen Blue Chips, Dave? Has it been? Uh... It has been a very long time. A shout out to my old work partner, uh, Pete Van Alst. This is my, my dad and his buddy Mike Peters. When we were at work, they asked him like what his favorite movie of all yeah. time were. And he threw out blue chips, and those guys still make fun of him all the time for like, well, favorite chips. all time. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, it's one of the favorite movies of all time. So they just, I, my dad told me they were made a blue chips comment last week to him. So shout out to Pete. To He's a good, a good nice. man. <laughs> I mean, and he was a good coach too. I thought that. I mean. He, he struggled. He's Bobby he, Knight. He's he, basically yeah. trying to be Bobby Knight. He struggled Knight. in that movie from trying to do it the right way for so long and just watching all these teams around him. You know, it's. I think it was kind of ahead of a time. It's time, yeah. actually. Oh, I agree. Because with you that. got a coach, like I said, struggling to do it the right way, and he's watching every other program just get these blue chips after blue chip athletes. It's like, well, you know, it's either uh, join their side or continue doing this and, you know, you know, getting harped on by the press, getting pressure to win, and we you just don't have a fair shake to get the uh, you know that the same talent in. There. It's kind of like what you said in our last sports one about the program, mm-hmm. where that one almost felt a little ahead of its time yep. with the kind of the back backroom cheating, the hundred dollar handshakes. Yep, yep, exactly. I mean, they uh, oh, they had a lot of good. There's this one scene in there where Nolte's so frustrated, he goes in there, he's he's kind of bawling him out after a loss, leaves. Walks back in there, continues to start flipping out, leaves, 
comes back in and just, guys, I'm sorry. I just, I want so dang much for you. You know, just that naughty raspy. I think that was more Jack Palance. Yeah, I dug into the Jack I can't do a naughty, I can't actually say words. It's just got to be the, but, uh, and do you know who did the screenplay to this? This is good. There's no, if you do, I'm leaving. Hold on. It's, don't don't be chips. looking at the, the the sheets. No, it was, uh, was it Ron Shelton? Yeah, get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah, well, Ron Shelton did. The rest uh, of this podcast yeah, will be done solo it. by David. <laughs> no, because Ron Shelton's a big sports guy. Yeah. He does White Man Can't Jump. I was going to say. He did Bull Ron... Durham. He did For Love of the Game. Yep. I couldn't believe it. You know that's my wheelhouse as screenwriters. uh, I thought I had one you wouldn't get. But yeah, Ronnie Shelton, White Man Can't Jump, Blue Trips, Bull Durham, everything that Dave just said. Hollywood Homicide, (laughs) I believe you are. Good luck. Oh, if I actually pull that, I hope that's And this movie, as a little Blue Chips tidbit to slide in here, this movie was the reason that Orlando Magic drafted Penny Hardaway. No way. They already had Shaq in the fold, and Shaq and Penny became such good friends on this. Because of the movie? on the yep on set that Shaq went to the front office and requested that they speci- that they draft Penny and at the time wow. Shaq was you know oh yeah you know they yeah we got to make Shaq happy he's happy playing with this guy so they chose Penny Hardaway and that boy you know, did that almost turn out yep and that there was a great 30 for 30 I think on those yeah. guys wasn't there cuz that Penny it was a reach at that time and I forget you know I, I forget exactly who they took him over but yeah, that's uh Which gave us birth a little penny. Yep, birth a little penny, oh. Shaq and Penny, so old Butch McCray and Neon Bordeaux. Wow. That's who I'm going with as my number four movie there. Yeah, Dave. I don't think you're gonna get a lot of uh a pushback on that. And I'd be surprised if people have seen it, because that's a what, yeah. 94, 95? Is it ninety four? Did you were able to find out if it's on anything? If you look it up while we're talking yeah. here, right? We're we're gonna try and give more suggestions of where things are streaming but that's as we it. talk because uh Love and basketball, you, you're able to rent it on a lot. It's not a, able to stream on anything quite yet. But my next one, you're going to be able to find on Hulu. Oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for a little. I get lost sometimes, and sometimes you need to find the right road to get you back, and that road is Glory Road. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like I needed a road to get back to that uh, meandering <laughs> yeah, uh, story say. there. So. This is my Remember the Titans basketball version. I I really like this. I talked about how I like the true stories. Uh, This is about the 1966 Texas Western team, the first team in NCAA history to play with five starting African-American players. And it was was awesome. It was awesome to see how he kind of – He's at the smaller college. He's obviously in the South, so Uh it's going to be frowned upon. But I think it also shows how, at the end of the day, sometimes it comes down to winning for people. And if it takes sports, if it takes uh, something like that to change people's minds, so be it. And that's what it's going to happen here. We see it happen with Jackie Robinson, with baseball. We see it in other spots. And sometimes to break those stereotypes, you just have to put people in those positions. And it's always the, especially the movie highlights this, ah, you know, they, they just improvise too much. They can't play solid basketball. They can't play, uh, you know, an organized sport. They're, they're just too all over the place. And they're, they're just used to street ball. Uh, and that's, you know, the horrible stereotypes that are thrown out in this. And what makes it perfect is they play against 
uh, Kentucky in the national title oh. game with Pat Riley as the point guard. Uh, Get Adolf, out of here. Adolf Rupp, Rupp Arena, the arena's named after him, who's John Voight in the movie. Uh, so Val- well, That's uh, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Bud Kilmer making it over yeah. to Kentucky. Uh, but that's like the perfect team to play because they're a machine. They win national yep. title after national title. Just fundamentally uh, sound. These Everything guys can they do want. it. Yep. And, you know, it's called Glory Road, so I think we know how that one's going to go. But it's just... It's exactly what you like in these type of movies. I thought Josh Lucas was really good as that, so co- as that good. coach, too. Yeah, and that's... What's happened to Josh Lucas? I was just going to say, like man, he was, <laughs> hasn't done much. He just came out of the gate swinging with a couple of great movies, and you really felt like you are going to get a decent amount out of him. And, I mean, he's still working. I mean, one he's still of your favorites, Sweet Home Alabama, he was in. I actually do like Sweet Home Alabama. Kidding? Get, get the, that, uh, the spoon? The lightning glass. I like the lightning. <laughs> you brought a baby in a bar. Uh all right, we're not. This, yeah. We'll save that for the Sweet Home Alabama uh, breakdown. You brought but, a baby in a bar. Yeah, he just hasn't been in much, well, and it felt like he was really gonna start making it big. I, I guess the biggest claim to fame he has is being the voiceover for uh, Home Depot commercials. So that's all he's got going for him. Uh, all right, but that's my number four is uh, Glory Road, uh, streaming on Hulu. If you want to check it out, if you haven't seen that's it, good information because I was that. I really wanted to try to work that one into the time. I just haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. It was one of those movies I used to watch quite a bit at Family Video. Yeah, oh, yeah, good call. Quite a bit, and I I loved it. I just hadn't seen it in so so long, and the ones that I had in the top five, I just couldn't justify it. I bet you, I, I really wonder if I would have watched this and then Coach Carter, if, if Carter would have stayed at five, Ooh. if Glory Road would have found its way up. Interesting. Yeah. The play-in game for next year, maybe, There Dave. we go. <laughs> Get him back in. It could be next year. All right, and my number three movie. Mr. Jesus Shuttlesworth, Denzel, you got he got game, baby, and uh, that uh, this is the one I really wanted to to try to get into because this is I haven't seen it in a while. I I've only watched it a couple of times. It stood out each time that I've watched it. Really loved it. I mean. Actually, Ray Allen, I didn't think did too bad of a job as Jesus Shuttlesworth in there. And it boy, as a young was a prep star trying to choose his um, choose his college. And just, you know, take aside the whole, was it uh, Jake Shuttlesworth, I believe is uh, Denzel's name, maybe? Jake or Jack. Yes. But uh, take aside that aspect. Him, it was of, just out of prison, right? Yep. Was in prison, so he was like an absent father for a lot of yep. it. Yep, and your boy Ned Beatty there was the warden that oh, let him out. Right. So he could kind of, you know, convince oh, Jesus Shuttlesworth there <laughs> to go to, I think it was like Big State College. Yeah. But it's, so you even take that. The pressure of, you know, do I do I make the decision for myself? Do I make a decision for my dad? It, you know, every other hand that wants to be in his pocket throughout the movie and every other, you know, going through the recruiting trips and just everybody that wants them to, you know, do something for their own agenda kind of thing. And he's trying to battle that back and then, you know, find his own way, if you will. Where was he at? And I don't remember. I haven't seen this in a yeah, long it's time. It's been a bit. Where was he at? Do you remember what? recruiting trip he was on when they put him on the big jumbotron and i feel like it was a red school it might not have even been a real yeah, school no i can't even remember that that's it's been a while for that yeah it, it's it's a watch that spike lee joint as well mm-hmm. uh i remember seeing it probably i, I need to get a rewatch in of this yeah. because i saw it probably when 
I was too young to appreciate it. Like, I, it's a slower movie. I know it's pretty yep. long. Yep, it's uh, good two. I mean, that and, being said, it's about two twenty. Because when I started up Coach Carter, I was like, yeah. I could have got he got him in ah. easily here. And I believe it's streaming on uh, Hulu as yep. well. Yep. So that's Showtime and Hulu. I, I think that's one that I want to check out uh, to to see where that's at. And it was I. Denzel Washington, that's going to be a top five right. coming up pretty soon at some point. Just and because he, you talk about a murderer's row of performances, it's, you, you're going to have a hard time narrowing down that to five. Well, that's uh, in the, you know, the they have that one-on-one game. I think it's towards the end of the movie where it's, you know, Denzel versus uh, Ray Allen. I think he even said, you know, if, if I beat you, then you go or, you know, something like that. But in the script, it was supposed to be, you know, Ray Allen dusts some 11 nothing. But Denzel just kept getting buckets really? <laughs> to the point where they had to stop. And, uh, like, the acting coach came up to Ray Allen. You know, you got to D up. You got to close out a little bit on those shots. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's like, he's just, get, he's just making them. But they kept it in be- just because it was so organic. Was he a rookie or second-year player? Because he was young. Like, this yes, is, yes, he, he was. was I want to say Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, oh, he was Ray definitely Allen. still yep. Milwaukee so I want to say uh, year one or two. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah, really like that movie. I... I, I feel like it might have been higher if I watched it recently, but this is just going off of, a, you know, maybe a watch a decade ago and knowing that still sticks with me. So, yeah, he got game number three, Dave. I, I like it. I think that's a good one. I'm going to be shocked if you have seen this, uh, this next one. I don't know. And I'm going to be shocked if a lot of our listeners have seen this because oh, this one is it's a little under the radar. Uh, but it shouldn't be. And I was young when it's I first a, saw it. It's about a coach that goes down to Africa and uh, the, the plays there, basketball the with there. him. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Uh, I, I went with a documentary. I went with a documentary from 1994 called Hoop Dreams. I haven't seen it. Hoop Dreams. So get this. Is it streaming anywhere? Do you, do it it is. It? it is streaming on Amazon Prime. Now, okay. it's long. You talk about a long movie. It's about three hours long. But yeah, here's well. why Here's why I think this movie was almost before its time. This is The Last Chance You. This is, think of all the things oh, that really? you, no, it wasn't like that. But think of all the awesome sports documentaries yeah. that we watch. We watch uh, Hard Knocks every year. We watch All or Nothing. Forward to those. So, yep. like, 30 for 30s, all of that. Well, this is the true story of two unbelievable basketball players from the Chicago area. And it follows, they come from impoverished areas, horrible living conditions, but it follows the struggle to become college players, then try to become pro players. And what's amazing and what was groundbreaking about this documentary, follow these guys for five years. So it's following their story wow. for five years. So, I mean, you're you're seeing the ups, the downs, the heartbreak. The, God, you really the, get pulled in their life with that. 100%. Uh, so this is how, to give you a tidbit on this one, you know, my, my favorite movie critic of all time is Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. I, it just, by far, the way he writes, I mean, the guy won a Pulitzer Prize for film criticism. That's crazy. Uh, I can't he's that. just, he's incredible. Uh, and he used to do his show, obviously, with Gene Siskel. They made the two thumbs up the, the biggest thing. For both of these guys, they picked Hoop Dreams as their number one movie out of all movies from 1994. Wow. So. Got to give it a watch. It's been a very long Boy, time. What a for me. high praise there! It's it's that good though. I mean, it's such a groundbreaking documentary, and this is where I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember it really sticking with me and really thinking it was something special. Yeah. Uh, when I, I watched it in high school, me and Cole Moody actually watched oh, this nice. one together. Shut up. Uh, so 
I remember watching it. I remember really it sticking with me and liking it. I'd be interested to go back and watch it now to see how well it holds up with the amazing sports documentaries like the Russian Five that we yeah. have now to see if it holds up. My guess is yes, because I read some of the reviews, like the more recent reviews, not from critics, but from people uh-huh. uh, like on Amazon. And the reviews were huge. They were like five stars. I mean, they said it still holds up and it's still like a, a quintessential film. Crack in the top five. So I'm I, going a little, like a little something different there uh, to, to check out because I, I doubt a lot of our listeners have seen it. It's on Amazon Prime if you have that on streaming there. Uh, I I think I'm going to check it out again here pretty soon. I obviously didn't have three hours I'm to spare. I'm definitely going to take a peek, uh, yeah. But it, it's worth checking out. So, all right, we're getting to the uh, top of the mountain here with our picks. What's your second? Top two here. All right, so number two for me. He punches and bunches. Monix and Semi-Pro oh, yeah. is coming in at number two. <laughs> oh, I can't believe the Flintropics make the list. Oh, it's It, it was I hard to it. keep this one oh. out of air. Corn dogs, Jackie. <laughs> Corn all dogs. these people. <laughs> but it's, uh, I mean, it's a Will Ferrell movie. It's hilarious. And then, to be honest with you, the basketball in it really isn't too bad. No. Now, uh, the, back, back, back. No, not, not ready yet. Back, back. I mean, I love that it's parody. Coffee you know, black. Yeah. With the alley-oop. Coffee black. Vakitis. Yeah. You, you learn how to speak English. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, it, when I was putting together a top five basketball movie, you know, you're looking at all the lists. I'm like, I'm putting semi-pro in there. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to. When he's, he's arguing with Father Pat, and it, you know what? Your mother didn't go to your mother didn't go to heaven, Jack. You went to the other place. No. Nope. All right. That's done. Too far. Pulls the whole <laughs> yeah. team off the court. <laughs> oh, there, there are. Uh, the whole thing's so call dang him a quotable, turkey too. Yeah. Who you calling a JT? You call him a JT? Just normal uh, so something So many quotes. Else. <laughs> everybody love everybody. Normal shampoo. That's it. Yelly. <laughs> Uh, oh man, there is a lot in that. We get punched in the jejunum. I mean, it it opens up puking. with "Love Me Sexy," you know, yeah. uh, just a, an incredible rendition by Will. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a uh, it's a solid pick. I I cannot argue with that. I, it may be a little too high, <laughs> uh, but hey, no, it's I'm giving list. it the I'm giving it's it the list. number two nod, and then hey. It's a little factual, right? They took those four. They took four teams from the ABA and merged them in the NBA. They yeah, took the no Spurs. Tropics, though. Well, do you know that? Yes. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you got me questioning myself. I'm pretty sure there was. I don't think there was a Flint yeah. Tropics. But I mean, that I like the whole aspect that they took a you know a, an event like that, the yeah. ABA, that merging in there, and, for sure. You know, put the old Jackie Moon spin on it, and <laughs> who's who the heck's got the? <laughs> we don't even serve corn dogs here <laughs> for all these people. He's uh. blocking. Vac- Shot. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Number two for me, semi-pro, Dave. I like that a lot. I, I need to I need to get a watch of that. It's been too long. That I didn't see it on any. Uh, unfortunately, it's not streaming anywhere for me to give that out no, to No, it's, it's one that you're going to have to just rent. You're going to have to pony up the $2.99 on iTunes, I believe, on YouTube maybe even. Uh, my number two, and I have a feeling, and you might be able to jump in, I, I just knowing you... I have a feeling this is going to be your number one, but it's my number two. I could be wrong, uh, but my number two, uh, they, you know, we talked about stereotypes earlier. We got a little stereotype here, and it's a stereotype that's right in the title. 
White men can't jump. We going sizzling. We going sizzling. <laughs> Am I, I right? I know I'm number one. I, I number one with a bullet, Dave. White men can't jump on my so list. So I, I just wanted the chance to be able to talk uh, about it back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was just such a fun movie. There's so much going on. Uh, the performances. Woody Harrelson is so good in it. Uh, yep. Wesley Snipes just. At the peak of Wesley Snipes. I mean, this is when he was a megastar, yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he is just amazing. The chemistry, the hu- I mean, there's so much hustling going on. And, and you know, Billy, you know, Billy. 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 Yeah, Rosie Perez. Yeah, the, the Rosie Perez. I can't even do a Rosie Perez voice. It's so Who's great. Who's with the little cool? Alex, what is a quiche? <laughs> <laughs> the Jeopardy scene. <laughs> <laughs> the Rosie Perez was better than anybody. Workshopping my Rosie all week here. <laughs> working on it. Uh, but even that relationship was still fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was still uh, a good the back Stucci and forth. brothers just sneaking out the bathroom window <laughs> constantly and running from those guys. I mean, yeah, just yeah, Billy stretching before every game and the tie-dyed colored hat. Yeah, the, the dialogue. God, it all really pulled in there. But number two for you, huh? It's number two. Well, and... I mean, what do you think about the basketball scenes? How did you like that? I really liked them. Yeah. I thought they they held up really good. And apparently Wesley Snipes was a great athlete, not that good of a basketball player. But, boy, I tell you what, re-watching it, I mean, unless you're some really stickler for, you know, basketball stuff, I thought they did a heck of a job Didn't with they it. have to reshoot a ton of his scenes because yes. he was, like, r- really bad? Mm-hmm. And Woody Harrelson actually was really good, yeah, right? That's, it was... That was one of the main reasons he got the part. They, they had a... Uh, it was a kind of a three-headed race. Keanu Reeves was terrible. Oh. Couldn't play. So, yeah, all right, Keanu, go home. Offers the part to Charlie Sheen, who was a good athlete, and he passed on it. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that's... Stroking Jays. Gets the role. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. They're just... It's quintessential early 90s. You yeah. talk about the fashion, that goofy hat that Wesley oh, Snipes man. is wearing all the time, uh, the tie-dye, uh, the neon colors <laughs> out of that. And, and just fun pickup basketball. But, you know, I, not wanting to spoil it in case nobody's seen it, it's, it's not exactly maybe the way that you think all the pieces are going to yeah. fit. And that's all I'll say, because you, you think the movie's heading one way, but all the pieces maybe don't come all together sad. Uh, the way that you'd think. But it, it's... It's cool. I mean, it, there's a lot going on, but it's it's the opposite of Coach Carter for me because there's a lot going on in this movie, but it all comes together yep. nice. It didn't feel like, well, let's throw in this Rosie Perez Jeopardy scene. Like, it, it was there. Yeah, like, no, it, I was completely it was awesome. all right with that, yeah. Because they built it from the very beginning. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, yeah, let's just... She's been really studying up her whole life, for, hoping for this one opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That, it, this was her uh, mom spaghetti moment. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask, because I would, I'm going to assume a majority of people have seen White Men Can't Jump, and I don't think this question will really ruin anything. When Sydney is, they're, they've been playing, they've been hustling Which together Wesley for Snipes a little character. bit. Yeah, yep. sorry, Sydney Wesley Snipes' character and Woody Harrelson, they've been kind of hustling together. They became friends. They, um, you know, got over that little hump there, and then Woody kind of screws them, and you know they're back at the apartment or whatever, and. Wesley Snipes or uh, Woody Harrelson comes in like, you're not supposed to hustle me. We're you know doing the hustle together. Do you think that was a like a big faux pas by Wood or uh, Wesley Snipes to do that? I mean, I couldn't believe he kind of shafted yeah shafted I Billy so. like that. Yeah, I, I absolutely think so, especially when they're trying to work together. But 
Hey, never, never. Yeah, trust a I mean, he's man. trying to get out of he's trying to get out of the projects too. Yeah, uh, it's it's a fun movie. It's if you haven't seen it, I'm assuming a lot have, uh, but if you haven't seen it, it's definitely well worth checking. Well out. worth. I, that's another one I really want to check out again here. I think that'll absolutely hold up too. You, that's got to uh, be a purchase. I can't believe I don't have that in the collection. Quite honestly, I definitely have that in the one. Do you? Collection. I mean, that's on the number one. I almost almost yeah, have yeah, to. That's a good point. Let me uh, throw this one of uh, who do you think was the original choice for Sydney, but Ooh. had to pass it up for another role in a movie that I know you've seen. Boy, we mentioned him earlier. Denzel. About Denzel was the original choice for Sydney, but he was dead set on playing. Malcolm X. That's probably a good choice. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> but boy, I think Denzel would have killed yeah, it in that role. Been, yeah, you couldn't go. You couldn't go Ooh. wrong. You could not go wrong. I think that would have been absolutely a, a spot-on performance. So who's so, the number one? I don't think there's any surprise for people. I, I think who? you know who's number one. Yeah. Who's yours? The I don't even think that made All it right. on the whiteboard. All right. Let's hear you. Ah, yeah. No, gonna, uh, so this is going to be a debate. I, how can you have a basketball top five? And you say it doesn't even get – have you even seen it? Is this a one-hour photo I, no, all over no, again? No, I've seen it. I've have seen you? it. Have you? It just – to me, it, it didn't do it for me. I don't know. It didn't – it didn't – it was too. I, I don't know. I just didn't really care for it that what, much. What how, Jimmy Chipwood? How can you have a problem? What, you don't like Jimmy Chipwood? I'm all right with Jimmy Chipwood. Get to me, he's here. just a, not a. Yeah, it just. I didn't really care for it that much. And may, and again, I haven't seen it in a while, sure. so I'm still kind of holding on to my initial feelings when maybe I seen it. Yeah, I don't know, twenty years ago type of thing. Oh, wow. All right, so that's it's a while. worth a. It's definitely worth a rewatch. But I couldn't just put it into my top five based on. What a How I know that it should be. A yeah. cast of heavy hitters. You got you know Gene what? Hackman as Coach Norman Dale. I mean, you got yeah. Barbara Hershey. You got Dennis Hopper. I love the hop. Love the, the hopper. Hop. There's your, oh, that's it. I probably some more Boston <laughs> accents. Uh, I mean, we got our our good friend Chelsea Ross. You you're like who's that? Uh, you might know him a little bit better as Ed Harris. <laughs> A little, oh, little Crisco, yeah. uh, and if they're not looking a little jalapeno. Uh, you just have a, a great cast of characters, and once again, it's that very small Hickory, Hickory, Indiana. Yeah, drunk dad, it's a little bit over the top. A little bit over the top? I'm Come almost positive on. he was They would have uh, never let him in the gym. He was. I'm pretty sure he was nominated for an Oscar. He was! Dennis Hopper nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. It was a little bit overacting. I agree. Overacting. But it's, it's, it adds that element. It's a guy trying to redeem himself, Coach Norman Dale trying to endear himself. But I feel like this is this is like a Coach Carter. This is a, shows the difference a, a stern yeah. disciplinarian can do, and how he can bring everybody, uh, you know, back kind of together and really bring pride back to yeah, he this. He still needed. Ultimately, he needed Jimmy to win. No, it wasn't they, didn't. they were system. winning before. Jimmy were put they? him over the top. Were they? Yes, Jimmy was re- ready to come back. Like Five hundred team without Jimmy Chitwood. Jim- Ooh, that's that's putting out there. Well, yeah, <laughs> look at the Lakers can't even make the playoffs with LeBron James. That says nothing. I mean, it doesn't matter who your coach is or what the system is. You still you still need you still need star players, even if you're in Hickory, Indiana. But it's fun to see that small town, those old, those cool gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the jerseys ever, are awesome. Have you ever <laughs> seen Beaverton's gym? 
No, I don't uh, think so. Up, up kind of outside of Gladwin. It's very Hoosiers-like. It's got a big wood roof uh, that's like that. It's, it's very cool to check out. But, I mean, think of the quotable lines. Or the quotable, even the, the best scenes. When he gets out, gets the measuring tape, measures the rim, hmm, 10 feet. And then measures it to the, the... Boys, it's still a basketball court. It's still the <laughs> same thing. It doesn't matter because they're in the big gym at the state title game. Uh, and just saying, hey, it's basketball. It's all it is actually the same. a pretty good line right it's there. Amazing. Uh, but, it's amazing. That being said, I don't recall. Uh, it it so might it have to be one... It didn't stick with me. It didn't stick with me. There's a reason for that. Is there? Yeah, is there, there is. But, but Corn Dogs and Jackie Moon. Yeah, uh, Jackie Moon. You know there. what? Give me semi-pro over that all day. I mean, you, you can't even go to a <laughs> professional basketball game without well, I'm losing seeing... a lot of credibility here. Aren't no, I? no, I don't know. I, I actually uh, semi-pro is on the short list. So, uh, what what are your honorable mentions? There, there's obviously oh, yeah. a lot that we we didn't go with. Uh, you know, for I'll start with one of mine, and really, it's just we talk about heart lifting. We talk about a movie that gets it right in terms of realism and how it looks. I have to go with Air Bud. I mean, that was no. I just. I, I, I thought you were really selling it. Like, yeah, I can see the dog nosing it. Technically, they did say it's not in the rules that a dog couldn't play, so that lets Air Bud out on the the floor. And did, I don't know how. Jeff, Air... ba- let me ask: you, Was basketball considered at least? Or because it's too... I mean, actually, did you a, even like basketball? Oh, I yeah, actually okay. enjoyed basketball quite a bit. And that's a movie that was way ahead of its time because they were putting brand names on everything. Oh, uh, yeah. And then look at it now. Yeah. Every every I, stadium yeah, is named Basketball after unis have them now. So I, I thought about basketball for a hot second. Obviously, Air Bud was not part of it. Uh, I, I wanted to try so hard to get Eddie in there. But I just couldn't. I could not get it. I know I Eddie is Eddie's best, a guilty are you being pleasure. Serious? Really? Eddie's a guilty <laughs> pleasure. I, I enjoy it. I maybe it was just because it was nineteen ninety five. Mugsy Bows. Mugsy Bows. I mean they had star after star after star, like NBA stars. Larry Johnson's in there. You got Rick Fox uh, carrying yeah. the carrying oh, the mail Rick. for the Knicks at the time. Uh not playing himself, but <laughs> I just couldn't I couldn't justify that. Uh, so a couple ones I had down. I mean, I obviously loving basketball. I actually did make my short list here. How about Celtic Pride? Yes. When's the last time you've seen old it's Daniel been, Stern in Celtic Pride? It's been so long. Daniel Stern, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Great yep. group. That Damon Wayans, a Wayans. And this blew me away. And more to come on this guy uh, was it was written by Judd Apatow. We were talking about that when we were oh my uh, gosh. You're, doing you're pod rundown. It, it was crazy to think that that was written by him, you know, one of my favorite writers and one of my favorite directors. So uh, the only knock I have, I think. Christopher Harris, isn't that? Or Christopher yeah. McDonald? Yeah. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. He's the coach. Oh, that's great. It's been a while. And the only reason I don't put it higher is there wasn't a lot of basketball in it. Yeah. There's a little bit. And I love how they have to kind of turn around and root like they're the diehard Celtic fans, but I just well, it's, it, I felt like that even – I just wanted to have that into consideration because as Lions fans, that's, you know, we were like, you know what, I think uh, I would do that for uh, for just one Super Bowl. Yeah, you know? <laughs> steal, uh, kidnap Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. And try to do that. So uh, What about Finding Forrester? That was another one that I put on the short list. Same reason as Celtic Pride. I love Finding Forrester. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't consider it a basketball movie. Not enough basketball in yep. it. Uh, my other ones, not really a ton of consideration. You remember The Sixth Man? Yeah. With the Marlon one with the, the basketball, like the guy is the basketball no, or something? No, no. Like, is that what the ghost the that oh, goes wait. in there? 
I think there I don't is. Know, a, maybe there is a there scene is like a that. sixth man. Coming. But the sixth man is the ghost. They're they're basketball players for the University of Washington, and they're like the brothers. They're brothers that play the game really well together. It's Marlon Wayans, and I can't think of the uh, the other. The other uh, guy that played his brother in that, it's like Eddie something. I don't remember. Anyhow, Eddie. Uh, it it just it was too silly. It's like angels in the outfield for basketball. So uh, six man didn't make the cut. But am I am I are we forgetting any? Look, I mean, I had the above the rim, movies? the air up there. Forget oh, above Paris. the rim. That was the like Tupac movie, right? <laughs> oh, forget Paris. Right? I haven't I seen that. That, that, that was, was Billy Crystal. Yeah, uh, that the had rap, a lot right? of cameos. This is my farewell game. But let me be the first to say, farewell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great Billy line. That is good. Yeah, I, I just never have seen that, so that's not making the well, list. Well, I don't know if I'm, uh, I mean, outside of, you know, the docks and stuff like that, I don't know if I'm uh, really forgetting too many. No, I think we, we covered. But, hey, that's where our listeners yeah. have to come in. What do we get wrong? We know there's going to be a time. Go easy on me for the Hoosiers, Levi. And go easy on me about the Coach Carter because I think that's where both the pitchforks are coming out for both of us on that. You at least left it on your your list. But let's hear from you. What would you rank differently? What would you add to the list? Uh, what would you you know want to put in there? A Thunderstruck? A Like Mike, perhaps? Oh, thunderstruck. Uh, I came those across making, that one, too. None of those are making the list for me. So... Uh, let us know once again at DFTP Movie Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. We're the Michigan Podcasting Network. That's where you can interact with us and let us know what we missed out on. So, closing thoughts. Hey, good pod, Dave. This was, uh, you know, I I really th- thought I seen a lot more basketball movies in this. So kind of, kind of writing them down. It's just it was a while since it. Like I seen most of these, almost all Agreed. of them. But it's just been so long, so yeah. it was cool to dive into Coach Carter. I wish I could have got into a few more. I might have uh, could have bumped him on the list, but I'm happy with White Man Can't Jump at one yes. and semi-pro at two. Well, and I think when you you've said it perfectly, the movies that stick with you, you remember because yep. we've watched them a bunch. And maybe it's been a little while, but we still remember them really well. Yep. So I, I'm with you. I think that's where they really jump out. And there's a lot that, I mean, just after doing this pod and even leading up to it, there's a lot that I want to go back and watch. Yeah, for sure. But the the tough part of this job is the grind, right? The tough part is that because gotta shift gears. we're coming right back to you on Friday with, honestly, I've loved every episode that we've done. It's, it's Every episode's been a blast. This was episode 15. Uh, but I think I'm looking forward to this next one more than any other episode that we've had because baseball movies That's are a, different than basketball. That is a deep this, It is. I think it's going to be a, a very wide difference in the list, maybe. I mean, we might even. I don't, do we have I to think, retire Major League? Do we have to just take Major League off the list and not count it? Yeah, I think I think we I, have I, to because I think it would be number that, one I was for both say of that'd us. That'd be my one. Spoiler: It's right up. Well, so yeah, let's it'd be leave closer. out the major league. So we're gonna so leave out major, major league two in. Which, yeah, if you <laughs> wanted to, uh, I think in the, down the road we'll do a major league. Yeah. Maybe around All Star weekend we'll do a major league bucket list because we know everybody loves major league. We'll give you some hats on bats. We'll keep those bats oh, warm. This pod won't be uh, <laughs> so missing I think any major. Knowing league both of us that we're gonna do major league, so major league is out of it. So we're going to do our top five baseball. I don't want to spoil the surprise. The surprise for the second half of the show, I think, is going to be one of the most uh, 
most entertaining things that we've done yeah. on this show when we get into it. So uh, really excited for that. Uh, one more shout out to our good friends at Jake's Corner Lounge. We're so happy to have them aboard as the presenting sponsor of the MPN. Don't forget Sunday night karaoke, uh, industry professional night. Wednesday is trivia. Dollar uh, PBRs, dollar bush lights, dollar natter days, and then you get those three dollar well drinks. Only a dollar to get that team uh, together, and most importantly, I think the brand new MPN special. Go in there on Thursday nights. Let them know the MPN sent you, and you're gonna get half off all Heck your. Yeah, drafts. I know that's where I'll be. But you know what? Speaking of that, I'm looking down. The bucket is empty, but the good news is that bucket's filling right back up for Friday. That will drop late Friday night. You're going to have the whole weekend. Maybe you're coming back from your spring break yeah. destination, uh, and the boys from Don't Forget the Popcorn are going to lead you through your long road trip. So have a good week, and we will see you Friday night. <laughs>